You're listening to the Conor Toolcast. This episode is called Edinburgh 2015 Mark III and was recorded sometime when I was in Edinburgh. Boil those stones. That was Alison's advice to me yesterday morning. I've got a bit in my new show that involves me filling my mouth with stones, so I got up this morning and collected some from the park across the road. I got a selection of sizes, but as it turns out, my mouth is smaller than I imagined. I taught Alison the Heimlich manoeuvre and gave her express permission to break my ribs if she deemed it necessary. I made some rock soup and stuck them in a sock for safekeeping. When we were flying, I met some scouts and showed them my belt, which is a scout belt, and they were very excited. Uh, scouts are like a secret society, except everybody knows about it and we get rained on more than other SSs. Uh, another troop walked by and I flashed my belt at them too, but I don't think they understood and must have thought I was just showing them my belly. They jettisoned our flyer to the breeze a few seconds later, uh, which is very unscout-like of them. It wasn't courteous or kind. It wasn't even thrifty. Also, I saw an info-giving guy who had maps stuffed on the back of his trousers, presumably to hand out to tourists. He looked like some kind of cartographic bird of paradise. I didn't do the rocks my mouth routine today because my phone wouldn't read my SD card, so I couldn't play the track that goes over it. Since my phone was set up to play the pre-show music, the only thing I could play was the theme tune for the sitcom Giles wrote about substitute teachers. Bobby from the Monster Club wrote the song, and I'd obviously downloaded it onto my phone's internal memory. It was only a minute long, so I had to play it about five times. Uh, it was it was that or play a cr- crummy recording of one of my old gigs, which probably would have ruined the show a little bit. Alison's grandfather came to see the show today and was uh, trying to find a cheap sandwich. His best price was 50p, which I think might have been a tad optimistic. Uh, because he was at the show today, Alison kept saying BJ instead of blowjob, uh, insisting quite optimistically that he didn't know what that meant. We met Sarah Griff Griffin and Kerry Nye Bevan Bevan after the show. Uh, We had tea in the flat and talked about phonies. Damn phonies. I made egg fried rice for myself and Peter, which I absolutely would have burnt if it hadn't been for the new non-stick pan that came with the flat. Non-stick pans are amazing, but only for a while. Then they become terrible. It's not like in the old days when pans were just mediocre forever. Better times, if you ask me. Uh, Did you you ask me? Uh, Anyway, uh, Peter and I took the bus to Glasgow to do Red Raw at the stand. I bought a pack of my beloved one-blade orange Bic razors and some discounted parmesan. Peter met his friend Peter, no relation, and went to drop his stuff at his flat, while I set about wandering around Glasgow, in theory towards the stand. I think I might have missed a lot of the good bits, Uh, I seem to mainly be on a motorway. Glasgow seems nice though, I wandered around the university and saw a double-decker bike stand. Very cool if you like cycling and storage. I thought Glasgow was supposed to be grittier than Edinburgh, and it wasn't living up to that reputation until I found a literal grit dispenser on the side of the road. It was a big gritty box full of grit with grit written on the front of it. I take it back, Glasgow, you gritty beaut. I decided to have a go with the subway since the walk wasn't so inspiring. It was really fun. It's just one loop with trains going in either directions, inner line and outer line. Very cool. Props to the subway for having a nice typeface too. Looked like something Eric Speakerman might have designed. Not like that Imperial Johnson in the London Underground. The trains are all hexagonal too, like giant Allen keys. Ten out of ten. I arrived at the stand and noticed the sign for the entrance to the building beside the stand uses the same typeface the stand uses. Cable. Uh, I wonder, is that where they get the inspiration for their logo type? Hmm. I wandered downstairs and marveled at the massive crowd. 
I popped into the jacks and had a quick shave because I respect my audiences and then headed backstage. I'm glad I shaved too because uh, with the exception of the headline act, all of us were thin white men with dark hair and some level of facial hair. Except me, legend. Uh, there was one point during the show when one of the acts came out and I honestly thought it was one of the guys from earlier on coming back. It was a really fun show. Uh, I had an amazing time. Uh, I'm really hoping they have me back there soon. The crowd was unbelievable. I loved it. Uh, Peter had a great set, which I taped. It's on my website. Um, the headliner, Gabriel Iboule, was uh, awesome. If you're going to Edinburgh, you should check him out. Uh, after the show, we hung around with my geologist buddy, Cahill Riley, and his geologist colleague, Tim. You'll have noticed I run into Irish people over here every two hours or so. That doesn't slow down, promise. We went for a pint, and I showed the lads the stones I collected earlier in the day. Apparently they're mainly igneous and basalt. Tim made an app for identifying rocks, which is pretty cool, although I was given the impression it's basically just a digital what rock is this flowchart quiz thing, like they used to have in teen magazines. Uh, and they still have in teen magazines. I've cancelled all my teen magazine subscriptions. I went back to Cahill's, lost a game of chess, ate all his biscuits, and fell asleep on his couch. Uh, this morning, I uh, filled a receipt uh, with some of Cahill's Maldron salt, uh, which wasn't worth buying over here for a week's use, uh, and then I headed back into the lashing rain. It was real proper rain. The outer subway line was broken down, so we had to go the wrong way around the loop to get to uh, Bungannon. It took about 20 minutes. There was a poster on the, on the train commemorating a battle that happened here in 1263, I said to Carl, they had a thing like that for the Battle of Clontarf, uh, up where I live last year. It was for the 1000th anniversary. Uh, or was it the 800th? And then the man sitting beside Carl said, It was the 1000th. I'm from Clontarf too. Irish people, eh? They're bloody everywhere. Uh, it later transpired that he was from Fairview, which isn't exactly Clontarf, but it's pretty damn close. Uh, he was over for an education conference. I hope he was a history teacher and not a geography one. <laughs>